Welcome to Total Meltdown, Pwn.com's official podcast. This is episode 25, and I'm your host, G Nitro. And with me this evening is the star of Quiggy Set, Beard on the Sand, Quiglin. <laughs> That's me. And the star of Eat Fa, The Return of Church 4252, Church. That's me. Woohoo! And finally, we have a special guest host this episode. We finally got the last member of Average Joe Gamer with us, Nate. Hey guys, what's going on? I'm Saving the bus for last. <laughs> Yeah, Nate, why don't you uh, give us a quick rundown of uh, who you are and what you do over at Average Joe Gamer. Okay, uh, my name is Nate. I'm a co-host of the Average Joe Gamer podcast over at AverageJoeGamer.net. Along with uh, two of my friends, we uh, run a little small website, you know, just dedicated to some news and our forum and stuff like that. It's just, you know, something we do for fun. So, just geared towards uh, just average people who like to play games and have fun, you know? All right. Well, um, how'd you get into gaming, and when did you get into gaming? Uh, me, I got into gaming. I think when I was around four years old, so it's about twenty years ago. Uh, my mom actually had a an old uh, Atari twenty six hundred, and it was basically like Joust and I don't know some like Atari like racing game. Like, it just got me hooked, and then Nintendo and stuff like that. So, I think everybody moved on to Nintendo next, except for me. No, not me. What'd you I didn't own it. I did uh, when I bought myself a PS two. Oh, wow. wow. I just had the PC in between. Oh, okay. I went on the Sega Master System before I got the Nintendo. <laughs> My dad always got the stuff that wasn't the bigger of the two anything that was out. Like, he got beta before he got VHS. <laughs> he got Laserdisc before he got DVD. My dad got Laserdisc before DVD, too, though. But it was worth it at the time. You had oh, yeah. uh, Star Wars and Terminator 2 on it, and it was just oh. it was the best like quality picture you Terminator get. Terminator 2 was awesome on Laserdisc. Yeah, it was. I remember the first time, like, uh, when the robot crushed that skull. You're right. When the THX thing popped up at the beginning, that was, like, crazy. It was definitely awesome times back then. I remember mm-hmm. having to flip over the laser disc to the other side like in, like it was a record. Yep. <laughs> it was that huge, yeah. <laughs> it was, like, the size of a freaking pizza. <laughs> Just about. So, our weekly question of the week. Church, get laid yet? No. <laughs> no, no. No, actually... What about tonight? Uh, I highly doubt it, but okay. Um, no. Um, it's, it, no, we just got back from watching uh, the Detroit Red Wings uh, hockey game, actually. Dude, so, you're never um, going to get laid taking her to hockey games. What's that? You're never going to get laid taking her to hockey games. No, she enjoyed herself. She was actually in, more into it than I was. Well, you to take her What's, What's that? that? You gotta take her to a chick flick and out to dinner and give her get her a few drinks in her. Already <laughs> had a few drinks at the hockey game. You can't yeah, but that's like beer, man. You gotta go to like a a restaurant, and give her some wine, bring her home, you know. Flowers. No, we're, we're we're still thinking about what to do uh, for dinner. So yeah. after bring the podcast, I'm going right straight to her place. So he's gonna bring her home, hit the clapper, have the lights dim, <laughs> <laughs> disco ball, <laughs> disco ball go down. <laughs> that's right. I, I come walking in, always she, she does. The hell? <laughs> so, uh, Quig, what have you been up to this week? Uh, not much. Just uh, doing some work and uh, been getting ready, cleaning the house. My brother came this weekend, and uh, like I said, I'm, uh, off the air, uh, I've been playing a lot of Resident Evil 5, so it's been good. And, uh, by the way, first time having Sonic breakfast this morning, fucking awesome. Sonic makes breakfast? Yeah. Hell yeah. 
I never oh, had that amazing. when I was in San Antonio. Oh, it blows my mind. Oh, it was amazing. The closest Sonic here is like somewhere down in Virginia, and it's like an hour and a half, two-hour drive, so fuck it. Worth it? No. <laughs> <laughs> Not worth it. Especially oh. when I'm working all weekend. So it was really that good, Quig? Yeah, it really was. I was... Oh, man. Is it, is it I, much better than sex, or...? It's better than McDonald's breakfast. I'm not going to say it's better than sex. That's not true, man. I love McDonald's breakfast. I love McDonald's breakfast. There's still nothing, to me, because I haven't had Sonic yet, there's still nothing better, though, than a croissant over at Burger King. Mm. I love those croissant witches. Croissant are really good. I mean, okay, I'll I'll admit, though, the the McDonald's hash browns are really, really good, too. Yeah, they are. I had those this morning. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I had, um... 7-Eleven coffee and a cream cheese muffin. Now that's good shit. Breakfast of champions. Hey, it's what it's what you need when you're headed to work and you're already running ten minutes late. <laughs> Plus, well, I like um, 7-Eleven coffee anyway because you kind of like you can add whatever you want. Um, and for me, I take my own little mug, so it's ninety nine cent considered ninety nine cent refill oh, that's instead of paying a buck fifty. So that's the way to do it. Yeah, so I started doing that, and the cream cheese muffins are actually really good. It's like eating a Danish, almost, like a cream cheese Danish, but instead, you got a muffin. And it's all, like, all the cream cheese is inside of it. (laughs) Heat that bad boy up in the microwave. Mm. Sounds wicked bad for you. Yeah, I was about to to put a PSA, like, children, don't do what we do. Eat a good, (laughs) healthy breakfast every morning. Let me say this, children, if you listen to this podcast, what the fuck? (laughs) <laughs> Turn off the freaking podcast. That's a good point. <laughs> Especially Chesty, because you know we're going to talk about her some more. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we haven't played Gears 2 in a while, my. We haven't chainsaw her in a while. I know, I know. Uh, we're not going to talk, but we do have a comment from her. Um, but before that, Nate, what have you been up to between your last podcast and today? Uh, since my last podcast, uh, basically I've been packing up because uh, I'm moving back in with my parents for a month until I close on my house. So uh, pretty much everything's packed away except for a few games I picked up on Monday, which are Marvel Ultimate Alliance, uh, Forza 2, and, uh, Chrome Hounds, and Dark Sector. I mean, that's basically what I've been playing. So Yeah, I'm jealous right now. I'm sitting here waiting for the bank to approve my offer. I'm st- I, I'm I'm still waiting uh, to get everything approved and everything, and I got to sign some shit this week. So, well, but, I, I uh, can't even do that. Like, it's a short sale, so I got to wait for the bank to approve. The sellers mm-hmm. approved my offer, but yeah. now the bank has to sign off on it, and I don't know if they will. So we'll see. Yeah, I had to counter like four times with with the bank that owned the property. So yeah, I have a feeling they're gonna counter because I'm winning like twenty five thousand less. Mm-hmm. How much? How much did you? How much is the property? It's two thirty. I said two fifteen plus ten five in closing help. Mm-hmm. So it's basically ten percent off the price. I think they're gonna counter. Yeah, we'll I went see. in. Uh, uh, they were asking one ninety nine. I went in at one seventy. With uh, with no wait, what was it? I think it was one seventy five with closing costs. They countered at one ninety five with closing costs. So I ended up getting it for one ninety with closing costs. Nice. So. Yeah, whatever they counter with, I'm keeping the closing costs. I need that part. So No, I know that's the same with my situation too, so Yes. So uh, that's the only part I'm gonna make sure it keeps. I mean I can pay up to two twenty, but I don't want to. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. 
got to save some money somewhere, you know? Exactly. <laughs> All right, so, well, let's go into the member feedback. We only have one thing this week. Um, we also had a short week as we're recording a day early. Um, basically, it's from our favorite listener and our most dedicated uh, listener as well. She's always up for a comment, always up for a question. So... Hey, hey, Mike, Chess. Are you, are you saying she's up for anything? With me, yeah, she probably would be. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> you just had to go there, didn't you, Brian? <laughs> I think I'm getting disconnected. His ego is is beating me down. Oh, I joke, I joke. Yeah, right. <laughs> but, um... Hey, hey, Chess says, since I know you guys like to joke, and keep the show unserious, if that's even a word, oh well. And Eric said Nate is a funny guy. So, why don't each of you tell your favorite joke? Lots of love from Hey Hey. So, uh, Nate, how about you start us off with a joke? The joke? Our favorite joke, yep. You know, honestly, I, I don't really have a favorite joke. Um, um, for me, like, I just talk about, you know, how things are, and I guess it ends up being funny. Um, I don't know. I don't have a joke, you know? <laughs> Nothing that stands out in my mind, honestly. So, I don't know. What about you guys? Quaker Church, you got one? I think I might have one. Better be funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, how do you make a hormone? Mm. You kick it in the stomach. Mm. That's oh. horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Mine may top that in the... In the uh, Tastelessness department. <laughs> Quig? No. I don't have anything yet. I just found out right before the show I had to do this, so I, I don't have one off the <laughs> top of my head. Alright, um... We're doing really good on this one. Here we go. What's better than winning the Special Olympics? What? what? Not being retarded. Oh, Oh, <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> I'm sorry, it was the best joke I got. Man, you're going to hell. <laughs> I already knew that part. Yeah, no. <laughs> I hear ya. Everybody who's listened to this podcast knows that. <laughs> oh. oh, man. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, I do want to say one thing before we get into the Pwn news. Um, my old co-host and our dear friend Mo is in Maryland this week. So Woo! I will be meeting up with her for lunch on Wednesday. Bring a recorder. I probably should. I gotta find it. <laughs> so I might have her just say a quick hello to everybody and play it on the next podcast. Yeah. So um, going out to lunch you, with Mo. her and her fiance. Um, so I'll be able to report back next weekend how that went. Very nice. We miss you, Mo. <laughs> yeah, Mo. Yeah, we gotta get her back on here at some point. Even if it's just for a brief session. Excuse me. Beer's hitting me. <laughs> the choice for this week is Harpoon Brewery. I got a brown ale and a Irish style red ale. And how can you drink ales? I'll drink anything. Ugh. At least I'll one. drink at least once. <laughs> I just I don't know, the taste of ale just like bothers me. I drink ales, lagers, porters, stouts, it doesn't matter to me. <laughs> It's beer. That's all you have to know. Exactly. For, for Mike, for Mike, if it's beer, go drink it. Yeah, my favorite's a pale ale. 
Oh, so you, oh, you should try out uh, Magic Hat then. Magic Hat number nine. Oh, trust me, I've had it. Oh, have you? I do <laughs> like it. I get a twelve pack in from a, from breweries around the country every month. <laughs> I'm good on my. Like. <laughs> yeah, thirty dollars a month for an, be a, to be an alcoholic. <laughs> wow. But um, what, what is this? Some kind of subscription-based beer arena? You know? Yeah, it's the Micro Beer Club, or something like that. For those who are listening that might be interested and of age, <laughs> make that key. I have some uh, standards here. Uh, it's microbeerclub.com. They also do a wine club. Oh, they've actually raised the price. Wonderful. I'm glad I have it at 32 or 33 but it's now $35 a month. You get four different selections, three of each, and the monthly newsletter in the box. It's shipped through UPS. And basically, I get it always in, like, the last week of the month. But, um, I, I joined it originally when, um, I don't know if anybody remembers the Xbox Live Diamond card. I do, yeah. I used to, I had that thing. I, I think I used it once when I bought a pair of shoes. Yeah, I used it on this, and it gave me, like, 10% off for the first three or six months. So. I think now you have to pay for that stupid card. Yeah, I just, when they said you had to pay, I just got rid of it. Yeah, same here. <laughs> but yeah, Micro Beer Club, it's pretty sweet. I, I've had it, I've been doing them for three years now, I believe. Actually, longer than that. Probably a four or five. <laughs> um, so let's get into the Pwn news. Uh, first up, our G1 Android app is now up and running. You can download it from the Android Marketplace. Um, it's still kind of in a beta phase for those who want to try it. I know, um, excuse me, Church has tried it. I have it. Um, you will notice some quirks that are kind of being worked out right now. You can't auto-sign in every time you load up the program. You have to sign in every time manually. It's being worked on. It's Andy's first time coding in this language, so he's just learning as he goes so but he's taking people's feedback suggestions if you find a bug hit him up and let him know we have a page on the site now for android support well i'm sure he's reading the um the comments or whatnot for the um uh for the android app because people are, have been leaving comments or whatnot so yeah they, they said they couldn't do the birth date thing but that was yeah. a, that was a mistake with them they were they weren't clicking on it twice or something andy said it should have been pretty self-explanatory, but I told him, I said, dude, you got to make it app for dummies. Yeah. It was like, you can't, you can't take it. These are people using cell phones, not computers. <laughs> Seriously. So, um, also, the shout box will refresh every 60 seconds if you don't type. Um, and he's still working out other details. Um, there's going to be a lot of improvements over the next months. Um, he kind of wanted to get this out there because at the time, you had to have a certain program downloaded on the phone to test it out. But this way, he can get it out there to more people and have more people find bugs and changes that are needed. So if you have the G1, and I know a lot of Pwn members do, check out the Pwned app. It's pretty sweet so far. Um, if you like chatting in the shout box, it's a great app to have. How does uh, how does one get it? I mean, is that like an Android app store or something? Yeah, if on your phone you have like a marketplace icon. Okay. And you go right yeah. to that icon, you can do search pwned, and that's it, and it'll come up. 
Exactly. That, that's, for, that's what I did, so. Yeah. And rate us. Give us five stars. <laughs> I think our average right now is like three, I believe. Which is good, because when they had the birth date problem, people were giving it ones and twos. Yeah. Hey, guys. Because people don't give time for things to get fixed. <laughs> I want to get fixed now, now, now. Yeah. Um, the only other news we have, um, Church, Quiglin, and myself all have been confirmed for E3. Woo! Uh, Woo! Church and Quiglin put, did all the work getting their stuff in there. I did nothing, and I got confirmed anyway. Nice. Thanks. <laughs> and Andy said it was in the day I got confirmed, and he didn't get confirmed. Damn. It was like the, it was like the very same day. They were like, I sent it in. By the end of the night, I had a confirmation. Yeah, I had a confirmation too, and I think they got me and Andy mixed up, but not my problem. <laughs> oh, jeez. Well, because Brian, oh yeah, Brian told me like, yeah, I already got confirmed. I, I did it that day, and I got to confirm later on that day. I'm like, yeah. okay, so let me do it right now. Then Andy's the one who told me he got I got confirmed, and I was like, how the hell did he find that out? So, mm-hmm. once he said I got confirmed, I went and checked my email, and there it was. So. Good to go. We're going to be doing podcasts for your listening pleasure while we're out there at E3 um, each night. Uh, it's too bad you guys over at Average Joe Gamer can't make it out there, Nate. Um, yeah, I mean, hopefully someday we can. I mean, yeah. I think it's going to be more, once it comes uh, becomes more mainstream, I think we'll definitely end up heading out there. But until then, I mean, we can't really get the status of um, yeah. actual journalists. So, Well, hey, uh, I know couple of you guys going to PAX if you are too. Uh, I'll be going to East Coast PAX and so will Eric and I think Wes might be going this year but I'm not sure. Yeah, He said he was trying to so yep. definitely I'm going to be at PAX. Comic Con I've kind of pulled back on. Don't have the time. <laughs> Special part the... Be... Hmm? Go ahead. Uh, I was saying the reason why I can't go to Comic Con, I'm trying to take an actual vacation. Plus, I got Otakon the same month. Like it's like the weekend prior to the week of, uh, or a week and a half right before uh, Comic Con, and it's just too much time off work. And then we also have VG Expo again this year, or America's Gaming Expo, whatever they're calling it now, or something like that. But yeah, I still need uh, uh I still need to chat with Andy and see if I can uh, get into BlizzCon. That'd be nice. Yeah. And show the Blizzard fanboy. Yep. Can I have your exclusive mount? <laughs> um, I'm just kidding. I'm not a. I'm not a WoW player. <laughs> no. Uh, they 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 they've given out the the same exclusive Blizzard mount for like the past three years now. So it's not really that exclusive anymore. Okay. Everyone has one at this point. Yeah, pretty much. That's kind of lame. You can always sell it on <laughs> eBay. I'm sure somebody will buy it. Well, no. That's what they do. They they give you the code. And whatever people do with the code, that's that's their business. So, yeah, I still wish I had sold that Mythic Map Pack code from three weeks ago. <laughs> I could have gotten forty dollars. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's crazy, dude. Yeah, I that's know, just so crazy. people could have it early. It's not right. So, well, I guess we can go into the next topic on this. Um, in our Halo Three night we had uh, last night. It was funny because like, there's a couple bunch of people I knew didn't have the Mythic Map Pack, so I, I started loading those up, and everybody's names started flashing. <laughs> and they're like, what the hell's going on? Why don't I have this map? I downloaded all the free ones. 
Because <laughs> I've now made it a requirement for our Halo 3 nights that you have to have the free maps. I got tired of loading them up and people's names would flash. But, um, yeah, Halo 3 night was, uh, very fun. Matrix actually didn't show up. So it totally changed the... how everything went during the night. Um, two Penguin, congrats to him. He took the night, even hey. after missing the first two matches. Nice. Yeah. Wow. Eradicus and Midnight Jolt brothers right there were in first and second and battling back and forth and two penguin came in and destroyed them by like 20 points at the end oh, now awesome. for me i'm not a halo 3 player but when i can gloat i'm gonna gloat and i came in top five out of 16 people so, I, I was pretty proud of myself last night especially during the balling match where it's all where it's shotguns no shields no um uh, what's it called? Uh, God, can't think of it. No radar, and your grenades just regenerate as you're playing. <laughs> it's pretty much a lot of um, nade tossing and just one-shot kills. So that's how you got into the top five? That and one of the other matches I scored like 30-some. <laughs> can't remember. <laughs> I think it was the Crazy King, but I could be wrong. Um, I will say the chaos match was we did rocket ball on cold storage and it's all like really small little rooms. It just to get the 50 points it probably took us 15 minutes. Ew, it was horrible. Like as soon as you'd pick up the ball you'd be dead and you wouldn't even get it wouldn't even count like a second for you. So it, was, <laughs> it was pretty crazy. That was a lot of fun though. Oh, I bet. Everybody was screaming they hated me, but at the same time they were laughing because they know I don't make it so people who play the game all the time are at an advantage. I like to throw a wrench in it so they're caught off guard as well. <laughs> it's a nice way to even out the game. Yeah. Um, Wednesday, this past Wednesday, we had our Kill Zone 2 night. Um, thanks to that night. Here comes the hating. Uh, Church and I have both gotten rid of the game. Um, I will just say, for shooter, I guess if you only have a PS3, it's a great game to own. Um, if you own a 360, there's really no point in owning it. Or PC. <laughs> yeah. Um, the controls just aren't tight enough. Uh, you're always aiming up to shoot people because they put your, as I've said probably for the past since it came out, because you're like three feet tall in the game compared to everybody else when you're looking from your first person mode. Um, and I, I don't know, it just, everybody said try the new, try the other match types, don't just do body count. So I gave them a shot and it still sucks. And did you play through the campaign, the, the whole campaign? No, nah, I didn't even touch that part, I just played multiplayer. See, I, I think... It. I think if you played through the campaign, you might have had an easier time with the controls. Um, I know at first when I was playing through the campaign, I, I had a horrible time like dealing with the controls. But as it like it just it grew on me, like and it became great. I I thought I I still think it was great. I just got it again from GameFly. So, well, no, I I played when I played the demo. I thought it was fun because mm -hmm. it was all single player. But I just the reason why I keep games is. Especially first-person shooters from multiplayer, and I just don't think the multiplayer is that great. Well, how far did you level up? Um, 
See, that's where it lies in, because I'm stuck doing a, two different tags. I have one for Pwn Game Nights yeah, and my own personal, because I can't have everybody friend my personal one from mm-hmm. the site. So I'm like, one of mine is like maybe five to ten, and the other one's like two or three. Because I, okay. I don't have time to level up both. So I think the but we leveling's... turned all badges off. Okay. So you, there's no perks in the game. So I turned them all off because one of the guys, when we had our first night, played so much compared to everybody else. He was just destroying everybody. It was, that's kind of the fun thing, though, if you have the time to you know invest into it, just like Call of Duty. Um, I think the leveling up the perks system is kind of fucked up, but... If you work at it, I think it would definitely improve and you know help you out. I think I don't know. I think you might have had more fun if you leveled up a little bit more. No, I agree that it's nice to do that, but not everybody who plays in these nights has the time to put it in. So I like to level the playing field for everybody. I, I get what you're saying. I'm only like level three or four, and I only had uh, access to the shotgun, the SMG, and the assault rifle. So. The only thing I'd like, to, I think I'd turn on if I ever did it again, would be the medic. I think that's the only one that really doesn't really put much of an advantage and adds a little more to it. Mm-hmm. But I was getting so frustrated with the game at one point. I was tr- busy trading on Guzex and I hid behind a wall when Church and all them were uh, basically going at the other team. So I was the squad leader, so I hid behind the wall. And every time they die, they'd respawn right there and take off. <laughs> and the yeah, other team okay. had no clue why they were coming back so fast. Yeah, they, I bet you they were like, what the hell? We're That's killing true. them, but they keep on coming back fast. That's when iWeapon X finally figured out what was going on. He came around the back and killed me. I wasn't even paying attention until I felt my um, controller shake, and I was like, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> but, um, no, nah, I just thought there's so many better games out there, like Call of Duty 4. I still love that game. There still hasn't been a first-person shooter on consoles that has topped that game yet. The only one that I feel has come close is actually on the PS3 and I like Resistance too. I like the way it plays. I like the fact that I can make my controls exactly like Call of Duty 4 which is probably why I like it. Because I made my controls pretty much play the exact same way. Other than that, if Killzone 2 let me set up my controls more like Call of Duty 4 I probably wouldn't have a problem. And if they made the game a little faster. It's a little too slow. Yeah. <clears throat> I'd agree definitely. I think Killzone 3 will probably probably be a perfect for, you know, first person shooter probably. Yeah. Or at but least pretty damn close. I still don't get how they made a sequel cuz the first game sucked. Oh, the first game was a piece of shit. Like that was the That's best coaster ever invented. Why why make a sequel? Why not just make a whole new game? <laughs> because it's a lot easier to market a sequel than it is a new IP. But even to a bad sequel? Doesn't matter. People have heard of the name before. That's all yeah, it was supposed about. to. It was supposed to be, you know, the Halo killer. Like it had so much hype about it. Like I, I was hyped for it, and then I got it, you know, for Christmas that year, and it was just like, holy crap, what a turd. Yeah, even this one's supposed to be like the Halo Three killer, and I think it plays a lot like Halo Three, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. The visuals though are like by far oh, a no, thousand times the better. Graphics are awesome. So is mm-hmm. the sound is great, but the to me. I don't care how good the graphics are. You don't have the gameplay for me. I don't really care. That's why I can still go back and play Duke Nukem 3D because the gameplay was so much fun. I can still play with those old graphics and it doesn't bother me. Like Yeah, same here. I can go back and play Serious Sam for the PC and just enjoy that living hell out of it. 
Yeah, and I think Halo 3 is still a better overall game than Killzone 2. Yeah, but I mean, Which Halo 3... Because I'm not a Halo 3 fan. Mm-hmm. It's kind of dark and gloomy, too, with Killzone 2. Like, it's kind of like just a shitty setting to be in. Like, I understand it's a war-torn environment, but, like, when you compare it to Halo 3, Halo 3's got bright and vivid colors, yeah. and it's it's not as, as depressing. It's more, I don't know, fun and just, like, crazy and blowing shit up, and I don't know. Just, it's a better feeling in Halo 3. I agree. Uh, What's wrong with gray and slate gray and dark gray? And it's okay. It's okay. It's really okay if you want to slit your wrist, but I mean, <laughs> like yeah. it's. I mean, it's kind of like the Fallout Three feeling when you know Fallout Three is, is like probably by far one of my favorite games of last year. Mm-hmm. Um, I might even go as far to say it's game of the year for me. But after a while, after just playing in that environment of just like gray and you know dark oh, yeah. brown colors, it just like really, really like depresses you. Like I went from Fallout Three to. Uh, uh, what is it? Operation Anchorage, and it was just like, holy shit! I forgot there was such thing as colors and whites, and yeah. So well, I think that was one of the things, and it's weird for me to bring this into the topic. If anybody played the Japanese RPG Lost Odyssey, yeah, I played that. It, it I was beat another that. game that had a lot of the grays or like an olive green, where it just wasn't bright and vivid a lot of times. But the characters and the enemies had a lot of character in them, so they, they did. Color, but I mean. you get tired of game after game looking the same, like you were saying. Like you can go to Gears, and then you're like, oh, it's more of the same. Yeah. And that's why, like for me, when a lot of people didn't like Blue Dragon, but I really liked how bright and vivid that game was. Mm-hmm. I, I thought. Plus, you get to fight poop monsters and stuff. Yeah, that was funny. Poop snakes are great. <laughs> <laughs> I um, love poop snakes. But Tales of Asperia looks awesome. I still think it's the best looking Japanese RPG to come out. Because it looks and feels like like an anime. Yeah, well, you're into anime too, though. Like, for me, like I would definitely not. I might rent uh, you know, that game, but I, I probably wouldn't play it for too long. Uh, trust me, I think you would. The action, the f- battles and the action elements. Now, is it turn-based or is it actual... It's like, action. You- you're running oh, see, around. I don't like that. I like turn-based. I like Lost Odyssey and Final Fantasy, like, where it's turn-based. Trust me, I normally do, too, but Tales of Asperia really pulls it off well. All right, I'll have to put it on my queue, then, on Gamefly. And the one thing about um, Vesperia, it actually has some good English voice acting, and that's tough for me to say, because mm-hmm. I tend to despise the English voice acting. Like, oh, Star Wars 4 is awful. Kaim? Kaim was, like, the one of the best characters. Uh, Lost Odyssey was okay. Just, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. It was, I don't I know. I played kinda... all that in Japanese, and the voices were still off. Okay, Jensen, like, what a piece of shit, right there. I mean, yeah, that guy was bad in Japanese too. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like, like Star Ocean Four. Um, I played a little bit more of that, and I just, it's to the point where, like, I'm starting to feel like church. I guess the more you hear the voices, the less you want to play. And I'm actually thinking of trading it off and maybe picking it up at a later date. Hopefully cheaper. Well, yeah, I, I haven't really touched Star Ocean for like two weeks now because I every single time I think about it, I just think about the voices I'm going to have to hear. I'm like, fuck, I don't want to hear them. Yeah, it is that bad. <laughs> even so even like, when I have the volume down and I'm reading the, sub, uh, the subtitles, it's like, damn it, the voices are in my head, get out. 
Are we saying Quig? Oh, I was just asking. I'm, I'm just looking at screenshots now of uh, Tales of Asperia. Um, how easy is it to tell your uh, teammates what to do, like your party mates? Um, you can set them up, and while you're in battle, you can actually use the um, D-pad to where it says go all out while you're in battle to mm-hmm. back off and fight from afar, conserve your, um, I guess, mana style, the TP technical mm-hmm. points and stuff like that, as well as their special attacks and magic. You can turn spells off and on. So oh. I had to do that recently on one of the boss battles. The guy, you can only use darker light attacks. So I turned off all their other attacks. Oh, okay. Because it just, it harkens me back to, um, I played when I did uh, Dot Hack, the first one. Yeah. And I had these two, and you know, you have these two people following you around and yeah. all of a sudden, they're like doing something else and you're like, crap, now I have to go save you. And you're like leaving the guy you're already fighting to go <laughs> help them because they're dying. You know? Yeah. Yeah, but it's supposed to feel that way in Dot .hack. Because <laughs> Dot .hack is like a fake MMO. Well, I, I, I mean, I, I mean, I've had bad party, you know, like bad fellowships when I've been playing lot row. But come on, I mean, like, yeah, but that would be me. I'd be like, hey, what's going on over here? Oh shit, I'm dying. Help me, help me. Oh, oh man, I hate, <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> it's all right. I don't mind. Um, but, uh, um, so yeah, back on topic of the game nights, um, our next nights this week will be Soul Calibur, Salad Calibur, I can't even talk, Soul Salad Calibur, Calibur. Yes. I'm, only, I'm not even done my first beer, I'm already slurring here, um, Soul Calibur 4 will be Friday at 9pm, and then, let me get the exact times for the Resistance 2 and all, Resistance 2 is Saturday, I believe it's at 6pm, uh, yeah, 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern. Um, we will be playing basically just strictly regular multiplayer. It would be nice to get a lot more people out to that if we could. We tend to only have 6 to 8 people per night. Um, this is That's our problem with all PS3 nights, though. Even with Killzone 2, we only had 8 people normally, or less. Um, and also, Call of Duty 4 on the 360 is this Saturday from 8 to 9 p.m. Eastern. We always get a good crowd, so if you're going to be there, be there early. Um, new rule I'm doing for everybody listening. Uh, because we've been getting packed Halo 3 and Call of Duty Fortnite, if you are not in-game, we will not send you an invite. Because we will take it as you're not participating as we fill up really quick. So be in the game 10 minutes prior and you will get an invite in. Um, there's 18 slots in Call of Duty 4. We tend to get 24 or more people just signing up, and we always get people not showing up. But if you want to play, definitely make sure you're already in-game, and we'll send you an invite in. Also, look, because it'll be, even though you'll have Pwn 360, is it Pwn 360 Gaming Church? Yeah. What? Pump 360 Gaming is the gamer tag you need to add for game nights, but you'll get an invite from me, G Nitro MWS, on Xbox Live. Church, what are you watching? Huh? What are you watching? I'm watching nothing. I'm just oh. zoned out right now. Alright, just checking. Put down the phone. <laughs> hey, get some good stuff, alright? Sometimes. We oh, please, because you're supposed to battle five times in a row. <laughs> That was a bad place to eat. 
I'm never going to go back there again. Apparently for you it was. Hey, I've, I've been to other good ones. <laughs> um, so let's no, get to uh, our... What? There's some good ones out in L.A. too. So once we're there, uh, we'll definitely hit up like K-Town or whatnot. Dude, if I'm in K-Town, I'm eating Korean food. <laughs> Not Vietnamese food. And well, it's, it's, I'm Jack no, in the Box every day. Oh, uh, you know what? Jack in the Box, in and out uh... Yep, every day. Ultimate yeah, double cheeseburgers. Yeah, got to. Because we're going to be there, what, for a few days? Yeah, I'm yeah, going to. I won't see it again until I, I don't know, next time I go to California. <laughs> <laughs> um, so why don't we go into our bargain bin selections? Nate, you are our guest, so why don't you start off? Now, uh, what, do, what do you guys do? You guys just want me to talk about it, or yeah, just say the game, how much you can find it for, where you can find it at, and talk about it. What's good about it? Uh, for me, I chose uh, Chrome Hounds, which I actually recently just picked up a couple days ago. Um, you can find it used at probably any game store. Right now, I picked it up for nine ninety nine at uh, GameStop. Um, it's a game about, uh, you know, fighting mechs and just, you know, running around with a campaign. Uh, it, it has, I think, seven campaigns. Uh, each campaign is a different class type, like, uh, soldier, sniper, um, uh, heavy, uh, and a couple other. Uh, <clears throat> it's, it's okay. It's, uh, it's a pretty good game so far. I haven't taken it online yet. Um, it, but as a basic, uh, just as a basic uh, mech game, it's pretty good. Basic, but it's fun. Yeah, I do want to say it's also for the Guzex listeners out there. It is three hundred points, which is about fifteen dollars on Guzex. I'm trying to see if it's available. Yeah, they have plenty <laughs> of copies available. You can find about eighty-five up or a hundred two up for trade. <laughs> So you're guaranteed to get matched right away if you don't want to spend real money. Um, let's see. Quiglin, why don't you give us your next bargain bin selection? Quig? Did he disappear on us? Quiglin. Hello? Hello? Okay. Uh, I don't know what happened. We don't either. <laughs> well, anyway, why is your stuff going crazy? I- Hey, I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> you, you have, I, I guess he's having a mole moment. Yeah, what are you watching? <laughs> I'm not, I just brought up the... Uh, on Steam, they have Peggle and Peggle Knights, uh, just because it only brought really brought to my attention this weekend because they have a deal on it, but it is always uh, $10 each for Peggle and then $10 for Peggle Knights, and Peggle is basically the most addicting crack you'll ever play, so... For ten bucks, you can get a lot of gameplay out of it, and uh, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, actually, when I was on GameTopia podcast this past week, I was playing that the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wonder what Rich had to say about that. I told him afterwards. What did he say? <laughs> he was like, like "Oh fire. God, nah, he's cool." Because <laughs> trust me, it didn't matter if I was on the show or not. It was some good conversations between Rachel and this. Uh, the other guests that we had on, or the guests we had on, Jill. Some good uh, debating slash arguments going on. I definitely suggest everybody check that one out. Yeah, I I don't think it's up yet, is it, or no? I didn't see it up yet, so I don't know what Rich is doing. Maybe Rachel requested it not be up, or Jill, I don't know. They they seemed fine after the show, but during the show, it was kind of like, you could tell they were on different sides. 
of each topic. So, but they were cool after the show. I mean, that's, when, that's when we talked cool. for like 20 minutes after. So, I don't know if it just came down to the actual topics, but I wanted to be like in the background the whole time. <laughs> Knowing you, I'm actually surprised you didn't actually. That's not my podcast. Be somewhat careful. <laughs> um, so, Church, what about yours? Mine is, you can find this at Best Buy, is uh, Beautiful Katamari. It's uh, retailing at nineteen ninety nine. So, for all those Katamari fans out there, <laughs> it's 20 bucks. I'm, I'm definitely going to pick it up sometime soon because I definitely enjoyed the first, what was it, two, three of them. But, um, no, yeah, uh, it's an enjoyable game. I, I really like it a lot. It's a really quirky game where you can sit there and just, just it's just mindless fun. To me, it is anyways, but, so. I'll be honest, I can never get into it. Really? Oh, so much fun. I, I played that one, too, because I got it when it was, like, $15 from Amazon on a deal, and I was like, wow, why am I playing this? So yeah, much it's kind of... Katamar Demacia is not fun. Oh. You guys are cracked out. Yeah. Sorry. I, I think it is boring. You're rolling around a freaking ball that collects like shit around the environment. I'm sorry. My, I just thought it was going to be a lot more fun, but it really wasn't. Oh, man. It is I'm, so much I'm fun. Not, I'm not trying to be harsh. I just uh, no. I just think it's boring. Like, yeah. I will I say know. it's 500 points on Guzex. I do want to throw in, for those who have never played the original, for those interested, it is $10 for the PS2 for the original Katamari Damacy. Brand new from Amazon. So 20 bucks at Amazon? No, $10 for the original. Oh, it's okay. 25 Amazon actually does not keep it in stock anymore, so you'll have to buy it off their marketplace at 25 So your best bet is definitely go to Best Buy. And I'm sure you might be able to find it used also at GameStop. Yep. Um, as for me, um, my pick isn't as much for the game as it is what comes with it. Uh, my choice this week is You're in the Movies for the 360, as it's hit a huge price drop everywhere to like $20. Amazon even had it for a couple days at $10. Because it's lame. Now, the <laughs> game itself is not that great. But the damn thing comes with the webcam. Which is retails for $35 on its own. So for $15 less, you can get the webcam with this game. So I definitely recommend if you can find it, pick it up at that price. If you don't have the Xbox Live webcam yet, it's definitely worth to go find it. Find it. And it's actually $19 right now on Amazon. So you'll save yourself a good deal of money. Um, I picked it up when it was $10 last week. I already have the webcam. I don't want the game, so I'm flipping it on Guzex. <laughs> <laughs> As always. Yep, yep. It's always the case. <laughs> All right. Buying um, it cheap and then reselling it. <laughs> yeah, that's what I always do. I'm over 900 trades. Over 900! But, uh... Why don't we go into what we've been playing this past week? Uh... Once again, Nate, you start us off. Uh, for me, it's been uh, basically only a few things. Uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance and Chrome Hounds, really. That's, that's the two games I've really been playing this week. 
how's Mar- Marvel Ultimate Alliance? I know it comes with the 360. I've never touched it though. I uh, actually never touched it before this week either. Um, I just picked it up a, on a whim because I heard uh, Wombat talking about it on the CADcast, and uh, I actually enjoy it. Um, I think Captain America sucks balls, but uh, I think Wolverine's pretty fun to play as. So I've only played a few levels, but it's 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 pretty decent. Damn, Captain America sucks balls. Yeah, he throws a shield and he like can punch people with the shield and then, but he dies so quickly. I I think of he's died like four times because you he had you the have best like game on the Super Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, it's basically you play as like you have four characters you can switch between with the D pad, um, but Captain America seems to always die when you, if you're not playing with him. Hmm. So it's kind of gimped and you can like play with Thor and just like a ton of superheroes so it's pretty cool how are the achievements are they easy to get or I think I've gotten one and that was collecting like X coins or some shit uh so and it was like 5 or 15 points so so far I haven't gotten too too many achievements that sucks yeah especially for a game that came out pretty was it a release title or uh, I think it was maybe a few months after release but uh, you can get yeah, you can get it really really cheap. I got it for ten bucks, and I think they're selling the gold edition. I think for thirty or forty. But you can really it's just you're only getting extra characters, so you can go on the marketplace and get that for an extra ten bucks if you really want it. So, all right, Quiglin, what have you been playing this week? Besides Lot Row. <laughs> Besides Lot Row. Um, <laughs> well. Like I said, my brother was coming in this weekend, so we ended up playing some Mario Kart, some Super Smash Brothers. Um, what else did we play? Uh, Mad World. Had to show him that. That was a lot of fun. Uh, after that, oh, it's a Rock Band 2, of course. Uh, but uh, mostly what I've been playing is Resident Evil 5 today uh, on the on the uh, PS3, and uh, it's pretty awesome. Is it, is it a good game? I mean... The stop-and-shoot, stop-and-knife isn't that big of a deal? Well, I think a lot of it has to do with being such a big fan of, of playing the Resident Evil 4 on the on the Wii. And it's sort of you kind of get into this strategy of how you're kind of moving along. And it sort of plays a little better into my strategy of, of playing shooters. So uh, I'm more of a strategic person. Like, I'm more inch along rather than run and gun. Um, so it, it, it fits a little better into the way I play shooters, so I like it a lot better like that. Plus, you know, I mean, it helps that I'm playing with my brother, so it's you automatically have this co-op player that, yeah. you know, has played the game before, but also is someone you know, and you know how they play, and you know their style uh, as well. So that, that that's a big part, part of it. I can understand the people's problems if you're used to playing that sort of run-and-gun style, um, you know, I only found a couple places to take cover, um, but, and, and the inventory system kind of makes you scratch your head sometimes, as a piece of ammo and a gun are the same size, and a vest, and a, and a tiny weed, they're all the same size, and you're mm-hmm. trying to figure that out, um, and I kind of actually miss the Wii controls, I kind of miss having the cursor to, sh- to point and shoot at, um, the bad guys, because I'm I'm not really good with a dual stick, and I I think Church, you and I were talking about this uh, on Friday, that uh, you know, for us like playing an um, an FPS on the console is, you know, it's 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 okay, but it's not the same as doing it on the PC. The the, the precision just isn't there. You know, that's why I like Mass Effect a whole lot better on the PC than on the 360. So, 
Yeah. <laughs> Don't give me that. So I take it you guys are the PC players of the group? Yeah. I, yeah. 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 At least now, of the newer generation. I used to mm -hmm. be a PC gamer back. But. Has, it, has it always been PC, or did you switch, you know... Oh, it's always been PC for me. Uh, I remember playing, like, Wolfenstein, Doom, Quake. Same. Same. Uh, you know, first-person shooter, I've been playing, you know, stuff like that ever since Duke Nukem. Um, there was a Shadow Warrior, I believe, or something like that. Yep, Shadow um, Warrior was awesome. Do you want to watch Wang? Do you want to watch Wang? Serious Sam and whatnot. Um, playing RTS at the same time. You know, like Warcraft. Uh, Starcraft, um, then you had um, Command and Conquer, and, and all those uh, RTS. So, yeah, pretty much the same. See, I think it's generally like PC people are the ones that complain about the dual stick. Like uh, everyone I talk to that play, has played PC generally and is a PC gamer, always has trouble, you know, going to dual sticks. I, I just. For 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 well for for me it's not like I don't get used to it it's just that I find the sensitivity on that to be either it's either too too slow for me or it turns or if I have the sensitivity up it goes too quick for my style mm -hmm. it's like yeah I can't aim properly okay. like I, I but I I as a as a console gamer I feel the same way about PCs. I could never play a first-person shooter on a PC because I don't find it accurate enough. I don't like the way it feels. I can't move around quick enough. I'm confined to a chair with a mouse and a keyboard and whatnot. I just... And I don't really ever hear anybody actually talk about that. The, the different, you know, like people who play console generally and them switching to a first-person shooter on, on a PC. I, I always hear it's the other way around, but for me it's... It's generally speaking, I could never play a first-person shooter on a PC. Mine, mine has changed. I've basically started with my first-person shooters on the PC, like everyone else, from Wolfenstein to Doom 2 to Duke Nukem 3D and all that. Um, I don't think it was till uh, my first time I started playing first-person shooters on consoles was GoldenEye and Perfect Dark, and from there I moved up to PS2 with Time Splitters. And it wasn't until Time Splitters that I really started playing more and switching over to the Xbox when they came out with the smaller controller. Mm -hmm. I started picking up Unreal Championship and I played the hell out of that game. And it was like my whole comfortability from the PC just changed. And I was console. I was playing first-person shooters from console only. And now I try to go back to the PC and I'm nowhere near the way I used to be. I'm off. My timing's off. I don't feel as comfortable as I used to. Half the time I forget how I need to place my hands on the keyboard. And I used to never have that problem. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. now I just seem to to have that problem and I don't I don't know. I just got used to the console and I actually prefer console shooters now more. Yeah. Yeah, so just basically, you know, just kind of getting used to it. We're only like four or five hours in, so we're only like on the Third world, I think we were on three one, three two, something like that. Um, so we're we're what doing pretty Super well. Mario's? Yeah, well, <laughs> well, that's how they kind of have it listed. They it says no, you know no, chapter one, and you're like, huh? But uh, hey, well, my, I mean, my accuracy hasn't been too bad. I've I've been in the somewhere in the seventy five to seventy seven percent range. So 
A lot of times my problem is I as I overcompensate, so I shoot the cursor past, you know, where I want to shoot, and then I have to bring it back, and by that time they're usually on top of me. Bet you haven't heard that before. Uh, no, well, <laughs> you know, not since not since that time, you know, back in prison. But uh, we. Oh God! Did not want to know that. Uh, but uh, but yeah, no, I'm I'm really enjoying it, and uh, I, I I do see the limitations, but I can't ask for a whole lot more. The it looks beautiful and it plays really well. I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, but do you have that fear or survival aspect other than? The fact you have to stop and shoot. I've heard um, that's the one complaint. It doesn't feel like the old Resident Evil games. Yeah. It, I mean, it, I, I, oh, go ahead. I've I've heard it's more, um, it's more of a shooter or like a shooter adventure type, or as I suppose as a, as a as a horror type game. Yeah, you know, it it definitely feels that way. But I think part of that in my case is that my brother's played it before so it's almost like he already knows it's going to happen so it's so he's kind of like gear like i can see that he's like tensing up and i'm like okay well you know i'm getting ready you know like i'm getting ready yeah. yeah so there's really not a whole lot of surprises um the the music is is done really well it's done exactly the same way as the last one and so that really kind of gets you in the mood i can still feel in the mood when i'm when i'm when the music gets going and the and the enemies start coming um, but I can understand that that, that there is it is sort of lo- there is some of that loss. But um, I think if you're a Resident Evil fan, I, I don't think you're really you have a whole lot to complain about. Okay. Yeah, I've heard the Resident Evil fans really are enjoying the game, but the people who aren't that into the series are like, uh, "What the hell?" Yeah, I, I don't think if you're I don't think if you if this is your first time playing, I don't think you're going to be like, "I don't understand what people are really on about." Yeah. Uh, for those people, if you have a Wii, definitely go back and pick it up on the Wii. It's less than twenty bucks, um, and, and it's phenomenal. It just plays so nicely. Nice. Yeah, I haven't played Resident Evil since I think the first or second. So, it's been a long time. Now would be a good time to you know pick one of them up. I mean, now that the series has totally like revamped itself, and and hopefully the next one's going to be a total reboot. So I didn't like the demo, so. No, the demo really it was it really put a bad taste in everybody's mouth, but the demo does not show what the game actually is. It's well, not I just didn't like the gameplay. I don't like that stop and shoot. I like to be able to walk even slowly. Like I like the way Dead Space did it. Even mm-hmm. though I wasn't a fan of Dead Space because I thought a lot of it was predictable, I liked the gameplay part of it. Whereas like you you aim and you're walking slowly. It's not yeah. a running gun, but you're still well, able to walk. I think the controls are a little bit, a little bit different than the demo. In the demo, it's more tank controls, like you know, you you pivot, you go, you point, whatever. Like in in the actual game, you can you can strafe, yeah. but like you said, you you have to stop to shoot. But I mean, it's really not too too big of a deal. I would say it, you know, if you can rent it, just to give it a shot. Yeah. But the inventory is busted. It should be. It should be Resident Evil 4's inventory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, test so, case. Yep. Yeah, that that was the best inventory ever in a Resident Evil game. Like they, for not putting that in five, that's a big like downfall. I think honestly of the game. Yeah, it was a big step back. It definitely was. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, Church, I know you played a game that came out recently. <laughs> this past yeah, week. I played um, uh, Wanted. Uh, weapons of faith. I played that for about Faith a good. Or fate? Faith. Fate. 
Fate, face, whatever. I'm tired. I'm like, exhausted right now. But um, just wait no, till I later think... tonight. <laughs> no. <laughs> Anyways, um, no. I played played the game for for about a good hour hour and a half before uh, a certain someone in here decided to interrupt me with uh, inviting me <laughs> into another game. But we'll get into that a little later. Ooh. But um, huh? Who? You. What was that? When you invited me to play Burnout? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I, I played... I, I like it. So far, I'm in, really enjoying it. I There's a couple, couple things I, I question, though, um, but I, I probably get, will get used to it. Um, well, what is that? What What's your issue so far? Oh, my issue is, like, this is one part where I'm using a, um, a torrent type. And supposedly I'm like I'm covered, but yet when I'm shooting, I should be somewhat still covered. But yet the enemies are hitting me left and right like no problem. Like the bullets are not deflecting off the shielding or whatnot. I'm like, how are they hitting me? Um, you no. Know, another thing I have complained is like the controls are a little too sensitive at times. Um, but other than that, I, the gameplay is. The gameplay is pretty good, in my opinion. Um, the storyline... See, I never really watched the movie, so I, I don't really understand what's what's really going on with the game at the moment, but... but Overall, I... I overall, I'll say it's a renter right now, but if I when I play some more, I'll, I'll let you guys know, like, sometime next week, so... Yeah, no, um... I've heard that a lot of people say it should have been like a $40 like budget title game. Yeah, it, it seems to be that way. I mean, graphically, I think it could have been better. But um, but that definitely is a runner, though. And definitely it should have been at least, 40, uh, at most, $40. Not the 60 that they proposed, but... Yeah, a lot whatever. of games lately have been that way. Um, what about, what else? Is that the only thing you've been playing besides that? And I know your favorite little WoW. WoW and Burnout, <laughs> Burnout uh, Paradise. So yeah, we did play was... a lot of that. Or yeah. you didn't play a lot of it last night, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have to download something, right? Okay. I can't Who believe it took I... you that long to download the update. I know. I'm sitting here watching, and I'm like, I'm gonna play WoW while I'm waiting for this update. <laughs> so. Yeah, during um, that time, I broke my uh, headset to my 360. Yeah, we all heard that. I'm sure. <laughs> oh no, he he. Uh, I messaged Mike, and Mike was like, "Yeah, I just broke my headset. <laughs> I have to get another one." Well, the input part, the input jack that goes into the uh, the jack in the um, 360, like got bent, and when I tried to bend it back, it snapped. <laughs> and at that point, I couldn't hear anything, and I'm like, okay. So I had to hook up my Turtle Beach headset, which took me about 30 minutes to find. Realized I needed to change the batteries and all that. So I ordered a new one off Amazon today. It'll be here by Tuesday, hopefully. Nice. Yeah. But no, I I I like Burnout. Uh, this Burnout, I for some odd reason, I really, I like it a whole lot more than all the other ones. So maybe because you have that option of um. Of the online player and whatnot with your buddies and, and all that, so I, I like that a lot. Takedowns are awesome in Burnout, especially if everybody has webcams, because when you take people down and it shoots your picture over to the other person, it's great. 
Yeah, I, I kept on seeing the sticker, of the poem pictures of you. Yeah, because I never fixed it. It was just laying there. <laughs> yeah, I, I get weird with my camera, though. I'll start putting, like, my uh, anime figures in front of the camera. <laughs> so every time you take me down, you see something different. <laughs> that goddamn DeLoreans. Oh, yeah, the DeLorean is so awesome in that game. I love it. It's so fast. It says it's not that fast, but I swear it goes faster than anything else I've played in that game. Um, well, yeah, I, I think we, I think we should have a some sort of small poem night or something for that game. Uh, we will next month. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, I've been talking with a couple people. We're gonna have one next month for Burnout Paradise on the 360. Plus, it's cheap too, so anyone can pick it up and join us. So yeah, it's thirty dollars or less. Normally, you can find it for twenty or less. Well, I I got mine for twenty or less because yeah. it's I think it's like seventeen ninety nine at GameStop used. It's twenty dollars so. brand new at Amazon. That was my pick of the week last week. Yeah, I mean, thanks, the thanks for Hey, the content of that game is nuts. The fact you get a whole bunch of free stuff without having to spend money. Mm-hmm, exactly. Oh yeah, and thanks Vulgar for keep on bugging me on getting the game. <laughs> Yeah, Volger's been bugging me to play the game now that he's got it. <laughs> yeah. So like, come on, play with us. <laughs> yeah, Snappy's been on there too, so it's been nice to see a lot of the Pwn community picking this game up. Um, Well, I've played quite a bit this week. In fact, most of it's been in the past couple days. Um, I picked, finally picked Tales of Vesperia back up because I realized I was close to the end. Um, took out the really big boss, um, really quickly, and then there's like a whole little after story thing that goes on that I'm doing right now, um, so once I do that, the game will officially be over, and the one cool thing about that is you can either start over or you could, with like a plus thing, like where it's like add-ons, or you can actually keep just doing side quests while everything's finished. So it's a pretty sweet thing about Tales of Despair that it allows you to do that. There's not many RPGs that let you keep running around after everything's finished. Um, great game. I recommend anybody who hasn't played it yet to try to find it before. I really think it's going to become a hard-to-find title in the future. It, I, I still, I'm still am looking for it, actually. Yeah, I'm trying to see... Um, Amazon probably still has it new, but it's probably around $60 still. Probably. Which is, excuse me, that's pretty good. Um, wow. The premium edition, which I do own, <laughs> is $110 on Amazon used. Really? Yeah. See, I hate that because that always tempts me to sell it and just buy the regular. <laughs> oh my goodness. That's a Woo. That's actually pretty nice. I probably won't get rid of it, but it comes with a soundtrack and a limited edition tin uh, case, which is actually, be careful, because I got a scratch on mine just from sliding it into my game shelf. It doesn't seem to be too uh, protected. <laughs> um... But yeah, pick it up now. It's going to be a hard-to-find game in the future. It doesn't seem like Namco Bandai produced a lot. Um, 
Uh, what else have I been playing? Um, I played DJ Max Fever on the PSP. How was that? Um, you know, I remember trying out the original ones imported from uh, Korea, and I could never figure out what the hell I was doing. I knew that we had to you had to hit the notes, but I couldn't figure out the button layout or how exactly how it worked. Um, after playing the American release. I had a lot of fun with that. The music's good. You'll find a lot of newer English tracks for the American re- release, but they kept a lot of the J- the Korean tracks in there. Like um, who? Uh, no real name artists in this, but they do have a classic Y edition out in Korea. So if you like that Korean uh, music group, you can actually pick up that edition for $40 on PlayAsia. Um, but I had a lot of fun with it, and originally I thought I was going to be like, okay, I hate this game, I'm going to send it back off through Guzex. I actually put it in my stash, because I don't think I'll be trading it. Nice. Because every song, it has so much to unlock. You unlock gear, images, uh, media, songs, and as you unlock songs, you unlock the music video version as well. Because the music video that plays in the background while you're doing the notes, you can actually watch just the music video in another section. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it adds a lot to it. It's really well done. They put a lot of work, and you can tell they definitely put a lot of passion into it. Um, a couple other PSP games I played were Imports. I played Fate Tiger Coliseum Upper. It's basically from the anime Fate Stay Night. It's like a chibi version, but it's like a little brawl thing going on. Did not like it too much. Um, the controls aren't tight enough in the game so I'll like swing at the enemy character and somehow I'm angled wrong and it makes me go the wrong way and then they like kill me really easily um, they never they never miss basically um, so I really wasn't having fun with that game I might give it another shot before deciding to sell it off um, the other import game I played was Bleach Soul Carnival it's nothing like the Heat the Soul games it's actually like a side-scroller action hack-and-slash. But it's pretty fun. You um, you can basically chain the people that are helping you out in the game. And as you add different people to different buttons, if, they're, if they can link up, it'll add like a boost to something. Um, of course, I can't read Japanese, so I don't really know what it's boosting. But I'm playing fine so far throughout the game, so... You don't really need to know Japanese and to play the game itself. And finally, I just started Leisure Suit Larry Box Office Bust actually about an hour and a half before this podcast started. And how are you liking that so far? Um, for the fact that it's $20, I've been given it a lot of passes on issues. If I had paid more than $20 on this game, I would have been like, this is bullshit. Um, there's a lot of graphical issues. I know one building looked like a big block of, like, of a background image until I got close. And then it came into, like, view. And I was, like, maybe a foot away from the game. Um, the graphics of the characters aren't that great up close. Some of them have problems. Um, the gameplay is a platformer style. What? Um... You actually do. You can actually do a double jump with Larry. 
<laughs> like, at first, it was like, tap it again while you're in midair, and I'm like, what? <laughs> tap what? You can do wall jumps? Uh, what? Yeah. <laughs> um, you can get into vehicles and drive around and run people over. It's got a little mini map like GTA or Saints Row too. Um, other than that, you have the typical mini games. One I've done so far, besides like delivering stuff. Um, I had one where I had to take pictures of these two girls like making out. And you have to hit the button as it comes up. It's pretty simple. Um, the one saving grace, while sometimes the dialogue itself isn't that great, it's the voice actors they've got in this game. It is a utter shock of some of the people they have in there. You got Artie Lang, David Tell, uh, Jane Lynch, for those who don't know, she was the... Manager of the electronic store in 40-Year-Old Virgin. Mm. Um, who else is in this game? You got quite a bit. Jay Moore. Um, wow. Of course, Jay Moore will do anything for 10 bucks. Yeah, but still. Um, Shannon Elizabeth, Carmen Electra. Like, they got a decent cast in the game, and some of the stuff they say is pretty funny. Some of the names are great. Uh, Tom Arnold's in there. He plays Hugh Jazz Dick. Um, um, right off the bat, they already have a play on names. It's uh, Connie Le English for Cunnilingus. Um, it's pretty funny. Like some of the stuff, I definitely for twenty dollars, it's worth a playthrough. If you don't want to spend the money, do GameFly. Um, if you like the old Le- Leisure Suit Larry games, let me put it this way: if you like the old games. You'll find some enjoyment out of this, and it's worth a playthrough if you like the old stuff. Uh, you don't actually play as Larry from the old games. You play as his nephew now. Larry kind of runs this uh, movie studio, and you're his nephew to come in and help him out. Right, because Larry could never have double-jumped, but only his nephew could. Yeah. Right. Basically. <laughs> I remember uh, playing um, the other Le- uh, Leisure Suit. Well, I forgot what it was called, though. Magna cum like he was in college or whatnot. Magna cum laude, yeah. Yeah, that's that's where you start be um, playing as his nephew. Did you? Yeah. I, I have it. I haven't played it yet. I have the full uncensored version from the UK too. Yeah, you you that's where you play. You started playing as uh, as the nephew, and you do meet up. You do know where Larry is, but all you do is talk to him. You you can't play as him. Not yeah, same. Not. You talk to him in this one. You don't play as him. Mm. It's not bad. Some of the jokes are pretty old and stale, but it's still, like, you expect it. So it kind of makes you laugh here and there. Sort of like a Judd Apatow film. Yeah. Um, But it's probably still better than anything that that Will Ferrell stars in now. (laughs) I'm not hating or anything. promise. (laughs) Um, But that's all I've been playing... Um, should we go into the topic of the week here? Alright. Uh, do you remember what remember. it is, Wade? Because Church didn't. Uh, yes, yes I do. Okay. And I sent it to Nate as well. I sent it to Nate. Um, basically it's, should we drop the label of games? Is it time to stop calling video games? 
and what we mean by this to the listeners. Basically, with all the controversies that keep popping up and people thinking that games are for kids, is it time to have the terminology grow up with the gamers? Um, I don't know. Nate, you want to start us off on your thoughts? Um, I personally think it's never going to happen. I, I think they're always going to carry the stigma of, of a video game as a toy for you know children. Um, as much as we want them to become mainstream media, I also don't think that's going to ever going to happen. Uh, I know more and more people play them every day, but um, I had a whole thing planned out for this too. Um, uh, like, I mean, honestly, what could we call them? Like an interactive media, an interactive uh, game. I mean, like, honestly, like, what are we? What about? What would? What would you guys change the name of it to? I mean, we've grown up, you know, for the last twenty, thirty years, calling them video games, like. What could we call them, and, and how long would it actually take for that to go in effect? I mean, I, I would say it's probably going to take another 20 to 30 years before we could even think about it. Like, you know, multiple upon multiple of console generations, like, we're going to, I think it would take forever. Uh, what, do we, what did we decide that it was going to be, uh, Quig? Uh, interactive video entertainment was that was that what it was or was it video interactive entertainment? Yeah, but how are you going to say that? Hey, I'm gonna go play my interactive video entertainment system. The IVE. <laughs> it sounds too much like a a freaking STD. <laughs> I kind of. Agree I just there. I just got the IV. I got I, the IV. No, I, I mean I I agree that, that you know. There is, there's never going to be like a, a certain name that we can change to uh, from video game. But at the same time, like for me though, it's like we need to do something in order to drop the, the whole stereotypical of video games are for kids. You know, my you know, kid. This is what my kid plays because I'm too busy to do anything else with them. But that uh, will. It, no, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Um, that's going to change though too over time like because like look at us we've been playing video games since we were really young yeah. and more and more people are playing video games now and people that are growing up and are eventually going to be you know mainstream society they're going to remember back in the day when they played video games and you know maybe they'll play video games maybe not but I mean I think a lot more people you know than like our parents a lot more people are going to realize that video games aren't just for kids now so well, this touches into, we kind of hit that topic somewhat last week, wherein the fact that it's going to take our generation to come into, I guess, power. Yeah, political power. Power, yeah. control over media at that point, to drop that stigma. But until then, it's almost like we have to either not just call them something else, we as the gamers need to treat them as something else. Than just say, hey, let's go play some games. Like, even if we don't call them games, let's just call them by the title of whatever they are. Mm. Keep the media from being able to use that stigma at this point. I'm so tired of the fact that, it, trust me, I'm a huge Fox News watcher. I watch a lot of Fox News. But when they do <laughs> that shit on... Hey, I am. <laughs> oh, Jesus. But when they did that shit on Mass Effect, I was pissed and I went on that bitch's freaking book review on Amazon and nailed that shit with a one reviewing it without even reading it like she did on the game 
Millions of people did that. I know. And then they took them all down. You serious? Yeah. Yeah, yeah she, and then uh, Fox News left her to the wolves, and she was all by herself. And, was and like, they never came I out and will. said anything either, which was messed up. Yeah, so... Well, maybe next time they'll do their research. I think they I no. think they will. No, <laughs> I don't think they're going to jump into something like that again, where somebody's calling it virtual rape without actually knowing. Well, I don't know. Ma- Mass yeah. Erect 2 is coming out pretty soon, so... <laughs> Wait for Mass Effect. <laughs> oh! They're saying they're going to go with the emotional stuff again, so... Well, Shepard supposedly might be dead. I mean, who the hell knows what the hell that is? So that pisses me off every time I think about it. I think it's a ploy, though. It's just some bullshit. I mean, it's got to be you know something to do with the Geth and all that stuff. And yeah, I got to read the next. I got to read the second book that just oh, came out. Awesome. A couple, is it? Ascension. Uh, I meant to pick it up around the holidays, but Ascension. I guess I'll have to pick it up soon. I thought it's even better than the first book. The first book was pretty damn good. I have to admit. The second one's even better. Like, okay, the, the side story is awesome. Alright, cool. All right. So, Mike, let me ask you this. Now that Mass Effect has already started the hype machine for the second one, mm-hmm. and it's gonna, you know it's going to be hyped from now until the point where it's going to be released, what are you going to say when you get to it and it may not live up to your expectations because it's been hyped up so much? Uh, it'll live up to my expectations. Oh, jeez. It will. It, it's got to be at least as good as the first one, which is fine by me. I will take a game that's at least as good as the first one. Like, that's all that matters to me. The story of Mass Effect is all I need. And some more customization. This is, but that doesn't even bother me. As long as I get to keep my Shepard looking the way she does, I will be fucking happy. Okay, what if they make you kill her off in the first hour? I'll be fucking pissed. But you okay. know what? I will keep playing that game because uh-huh. I love the Mass Effect world. Oh, books were me. awesome. I love the Mass Effect world. It as pissed off as I will be, I will continue playing. So if if you got Mass Effect two and it was basically you know a lot of Mass Effect one, like you know the worlds are practically every world is the same, you'd be happy with that. Yeah. See, I think I think the story is what matters to me, and the story is what hooked me enough to play it. Uh, where I'm on my third time right now. Okay. I'm just waiting for the new DLC before I finish my third playthrough. So you're going to be waiting till Mass Effect 2? No, DLC's coming this summer. Oh, they, I really doubt that. I don't know. They said it was going to come. But it was going to be <clears throat> bigger than the last one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just don't know how they're going to do that and Dragon Age. Sony also said there won't be a price cut for the PS3, but we know that's going to happen someday. Yeah, also but said that I home was to... gonna be good. Hey, I'll believe Bioware before I believe anything Sony says. <laughs> Sony also Watch said that the fact that... price cut. Hey, Sony also said that the PS2 would now take away some of the share of the Wii with the PS2 price drop. Well, we all know that's a piece. You know that's not gonna happen. I'm like, this system's been out for nine years. It's not gonna take away any of the Wii's share. Yeah, I freaking just talked to somebody at uh at a freaking grocery store about a Wii. They uh it was my uh my fiance's old boss who just bought a Wii and was hooking it up tonight and they said that they were going to call me if they had any problems. This is a person in her late forties has never owned a video game system and is buying a Wii. Wow. Like yeah. the the Wii is is not for us. No, it's not. I mean, there's some games here and there, like yep. 
You get Tales of Symphonia, you get Mad World, No More Heroes, but for the most part, all you get is little mini-games or puzzle and games. shovelware. And shovelware, yeah. Just shit, basically. I mean, basically, I actually started owning more Wii games now. Um, I think my Wii games outnumber my PS3 games now, which is fucking sad. One of us. I have, like, Bleach Shattered Blade I got in recently, uh, Kate West The Vanishing Files... Uh, and some other stuff like I got a puzzle game and I got some imports I got a lot of imports and like three golf games uh, and Tales of Symphonia the sec- the sequel I have as well and I got a couple others there No More Heroes Zack and Wiki I got some of the more hardcore titles that's basically exactly. what you're buying you own your Wii for though it's just for the hardcore titles you know mostly that yeah. and imports yeah but yeah like but I can't believe I now own more Wii than PS3 games. That's yeah. sad. I own 11 PS3 games, and I can tell you looking at my Wii, it's at least 15. <laughs> like, And I owned almost 20 PS3 games a couple weeks back, but I've just been getting rid of a lot of the shit. Mm-hmm. Now I own mostly RPGs, Uncharted, Resistance, SingStar Games, and Heavenly Sword. Yeah, Uncharted is the only game I own for the PS3 currently. Oh, gotta have Heavenly Sword. I love Nautical. So you love four-hour games? Hey, it was fun. <laughs> All that matters to me. Plus, so six, a four-hour a four game is worth 60 bucks if the gameplay and the story are worth it? Oh, I paid 30 Okay, there you go. Well, 30 bucks may be worth it. But. Yeah, well, it was on, like, GameStop. It was one of their week, weekend specials. Mm-hmm. So I was like, 30 bucks? Hell yeah, I'll go pick that up. <laughs> but, and I got Valkyria Chronicles I need to start playing. Yeah, when I get a PS3, that'll be my first purchase. You might want to buy so it awesome. before you get a PS3, though, because that's going to be, like, a Vesperia game. It's so... It's not selling well, so I know they didn't produce a lot. I mean, it's the uh, fact that GameStop just put it down at brand new to thirty dollars this past week, and I really? know once those sell out, you're not gonna find that game. Really? Uh, Valkyria Chronicles. Valkyria Chronicles, which is now like, it's got like two to three hundred people in line for it on Guzex, <laughs> which has people trading it right now because people are getting a twenty dollar profit. <laughs> And somebody just requested Madden 2000 on PS1 from me. Wow. Really, people? On purpose? <laughs> I guess. I'm going to accept it, and I'm not going to take any cancellation requests. I'm going to get rid of that shit. <laughs> so, just let him know that I... If he calls back, I have Madden 2001 and 2004 on PS2, so I'll be ready to hook him up. <laughs> That's just funny. Oh. I never thought I'd get rid of that game. Now I gotta find it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, we're really off topic. Um, There's a topic. Yeah. Oh yeah. Thank you. Uh-huh. I love the support from my own co-host. You're fired. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I should pull a Nate and just hang up on you. Oh, I love doing that to Wes. <laughs> I know. These <laughs> they do to me every week. Same question. Yeah, but they can't do that to Wes anymore. 
Oh. Yeah, now now he had the German invasion, so he's going to be off the show for a few weeks. <laughs> oh, man. I hope he doesn't get put... No, I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> I don't want to offend <laughs> anybody out there. <laughs> no no worse than normal. Oh, God. Uh, What? Why you all got at me, huh? <laughs> oh. Nothing. Nothing. Anyway, uh... Think... uh Go ahead. Um, back to the actual... Should we change the name of games? Um... I don't know. Something's got to change, at least in the perception. If not the name, I think us as gamers need to stop at times going into the stereotype. Um, there's still a lot of very uh, antisocial people who cling to games as their social out. Um, I think that's one of the reasons why with Pwn.com and a lot of these other sites now it seems like with the internet it's become more social but one thing we do at Pwned is join up with Guzex and CAG to have uh, meets and I think it's time for gamers to really get out there start having gaming meets even if it's just people from games you know and they're in your area or you go to these conventions get out there start showing people that it's bigger than just a bunch of either kids playing or a bunch of antisocial nerds sitting at home. Yeah, but you know what? It, it, getting fat. it is. That is the stereotype. But, you know, at the same time, that really is who a lot of gamers are. But like that's these, time to break that stereotype. Yeah, but gamers are dumb. They're, they're, I mean, I'm a gamer, but I mean, at the same time, like I, I mean, I'm a little bit of that stereotype. But I also broke the mold and, you know, went and started, when I was younger, smoked pot and, and got laid and went to parties and ended up being a little bit more popular than just, you know, the stereotypical geek, nerdy kid, you know. Like, that's what nerdy kids need to do, you know, the, the, the video gamers, you know. Get up, off, get up off the couch, drink a couple beers, have some fun. Yeah, I think a good thing for them to do is what I did, which uh, may sound crazy. I joined the military. Oh. You want to talk about getting out of your element? Join the military get you out of your element. You're forced to work <laughs> with other people, but the times you'll have meeting the other people as well, the friends and the people you'll work with, especially living in dorms for a while, you're pretty much forced to interact. You're forced to socialize. And it broke me of my mold. I used to be shy as hell. Um, another good thing for the gamers, don't just work at fucking GameStop where you're talking to, to other gamers. Yeah, you get don't get a job it, doing retail elsewhere. Where you don't even want to get a job in retail, man. If you really want to do something different to break the mold, you got to go a little bit more extreme than retail. Like, I, no, I'm just saying, but it, it's a start. Get a job doing something else in retail than just working at a game store. I worked mm -hmm. at Blockbuster, and while there's games there, for the most part, I'm talking to people about movies, and that was something that, as much as I hated that job, it forced me to interact with people I, I normally would never talk to strangers. And I don't mean that from like, oh, as a kid thing, but it came from that because as a kid, I was almost kidnapped when I was young. So it, it was a stigma that stayed with me for years. Um, and for me, it was tough for me to break that mold and be trusted enough just to talk to somebody I've never talked to before or introduced to prior. So you got to get out there and get a job that gets you out there and interacting with other people. Do well, something. Get out there and find a group of people with similar interests other than games. Even if it's a, I don't know, 
concerts. Go to concerts. You can meet people at concerts and talk to them about the music. Do something. Get out there. Break the mold so these media stere- media can't play up to the stereotypes that we kind of set in the past. And beat up Jack Thompson. That's a good way. Good way right yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. I, I so. would not mind that at all. But, no, you know, I, I'm with Mike. Like, when I was younger, like, I worked at retail, worked at uh, at restaurants or whatnot. It, it, you know, I be this is before I even worked at GameStop. I, I worked at like Best Buy, worked at the uh, stores in the mall, worked at like a couple of food places. I mean, I, I went up there and you know I worked alone. I of course I met other gamers that that I worked with and I talked video games with them and whatnot. But at the same time, we also talked about other things that was going around the world, local government and all that, all that BS. But it. it I, you know, it helped me who became who I am now because I was I was like Mike, I was a very shy uh, shy kid because I nearly got ran over when I was like uh, six years old, just crossing the street, nearly got ran over by a car. And so you know, I, I, that that sticks to, to today for me. Uh, not not today, but when I was younger, but until I started working and whatnot. So, I mean, it, a, a lot of. For me, I believe a lot of the gamers out there, especially the kids now, they don't, they don't see the point of the socializing. So if they can talk to the person through, through the controller and monitor or keyboard or mouse. Yeah, but they've got to be feeling the hurt. I mean, if people really think that that's socializing, they're dumb. Like people need to stop, you know, stop what they're doing and think for a second. Like, you know, these hardcore gamers who don't socialize with actual people need to start thinking about hey it's time for me to get laid and get paid i mean <laughs> get a job and get a girlfriend and like you know break the mold like that i mean you can still be a hardcore gamer and play all the time and still play online but at least you're getting laid and making some money and having well, fun i mean here's the thing though like i don't get why the media don't ca- uh, catch up on all the other other stuff that video games uh video gamers have done I mean, look at PAX. You look at Penny Arcade and see what they've done. You look at you know Red versus Blue and see what they they what they've done and whatnot. Then you then you have uh, VG Expo. You know, look at the media. The media, if they're given a choice between positive or negative, they're gonna go with negative. They're always gonna go with the negative. Look at PAX. They helped start that Child's Play Fund that CAG has joined in on, and they raise thousands of dollars every year. Probably. Um, I know with CAG's help, they raised, CAG alone, what, raised 30000 this past Christmas? I think it was like thirty-seven or something, and it just yeah. keeps going up that's every just, year. That's just from what, CAG? That's just from CAG, yeah. So you're looking at possibly, with all the sites they work with, over 100000 for this Child's Play Fund. Guzex did something for the troops. And mm-hmm. yeah, those are great feel-good stories, but that's not what the media's going to look at when we no. are out yeah, there having don't... people kill people and... They've been playing games that are mature rated. They're not going to focus on the goods. Mm, well, don't forget with the media, their their target audience is the older crowd. You know what I mean? Like, yep. they're why would they advertise? You know, gamers actually doing something positive for the community. Like when they can actually, you know, get more people to listen to, you know, them talk about the sex box or something to that effect. Like. It it's just it depends on the market too. You know, like it's just it depends on all kinds of factors. Like, you know. 
No, yeah. I I Fuck. agree. I agree with you, but it's just. I mean, we we are already socializing with every like with all all other gamers with you know going to E3 VG Expo. You know, everyone's gathering around, meeting new people there and whatnot. But we you know, see I that. went to I I I went to VG Expo and met up again. Met Mike again after many many years. I've after not seeing him, you know, met Andy again, uh, met Roy for the first time, met Steph. You know, I met them for the met those those two right there for the first time at VG Expo, and it was cool hanging out with them, and then met some other people that was around us, other gamers, you know, people that was that stopped by the Poland.com booth, um, met a couple of people there, talked to them, chat with them, and whatnot. I mean, we were already socializing. It's just that the media has not caught up with acknowledging that we're doing something. Well, there's else. a good, like there's sitting. actually a good point. Um, when you go to these uh, game conventions and expos, all the media there tends to be game media. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're just preaching to the choir. Yeah. Yeah, but what is the game media actually covering at these expos? They're usually covering the chick cosplayers. Yeah. I know that. I know what that's what I look for. Fucking. The pictures of the cosplayers, the chicks. I'm sorry, I like boobs, tits, and ass. You know, uh, I mean, you know, what I mean? exactly. But I mean, that's that's the big thing that's really covered at these expos. Like, honestly, I mean, that's unfortunate. I mean, I mean it's not unfortunate for I mean, me. I enjoy. I'm, it. I'm, not, I'm not saying it's unfortunate for us, but I'm like, for like news coverage wise, that yeah. that's, that's all they're gonna talk about. Hey, it's life. I mean, what are you what are you gonna do? You know, I mean, you know, the news stations really don't give a shit. You know, they just want to, you know, get that essential rating. You know, they want to get those viewers that will view it for you know, the the negative that it is. And let's face it, it you know, news today is has nothing to do with actual news. It's about infotainment. You know, mm-hmm. I mean. They're better off keeping like if you ever if you're ever just watching TV and something in a you know in a blurb for the news comes on their whole thing is they keep their viewers in fear you know like oh my god there's this thing you better be wary but watch at ten o'clock we'll let you know about it you know mm. like somehow they're saving you from some horrible catastrophe and. They don't want to portray something like games in in a in a in a positive light because then they lose that one thread. It's the same thing with politicians. It's like, you know, this ace in the hole they have that that all of a sudden you pull it out and it just scares people and well, whatever it does, it push ratings and to make money. Well, the politicians really are doing it now on both sides of the aisle. Oh yeah, they're playing the worst case scenario to try to get their stuff to pass through. Exactly. Um. On- and the one, the thing is, you will always see the one in power is the one pushing the most fear because they're the ones that can do what they want. And Bush and the Republicans did it back then, and I didn't like it. And now you got Obama and the Democrats doing it, and I don't like it. Both sides keep doing it, and it's how they keep control. You scare the people into thinking it, and that's how you keep the control. Simple as that. And the media does that all the time and they do that with the Grand Theft Auto games they make it seem like every kid who's going to touch that game is going to turn into some serial killer yep or a rapist yeah yeah well, I, I wasn't Effect, convicted play... yet <laughs> yeah if you play uh... Mass Effect you're you're going to become a rapist <laughs> yeah for like, fucking I play a hell of games than that yeah yeah you get to see a butt of a naked blue alien yeah, and then right. maybe a side side of a boob <laughs> Holy shit, I'm yeah. going to become a rapist now. 
Yeah, you saw that in Oni Chambara, but they didn't throw a fit then. Oh my god, I just That's played because... Oni Chambara like a couple weeks ago. That is like the worst game I think I've ever played. No way, it's so much fun. <laughs> that game sucked. The only part I hated was the motorcycle part. I didn't get that far. I didn't get it far enough. It's I was like so three levels fun. in. Such a great little hack and slash game. Ugh, no, dude, that thing sucked. Dude, it's just like movies sometimes. You just want to shut down your your mind and just. Yeah, but that that wasn't enough shutting down. I mean, that was like, oh, dude, hey, hey, let it's me. It's a budget you know. title though. It's forty bucks. No, that game needs to be like ten bucks, and then I'll be like, <laughs> sure. I you rented gotta... it. I rented it, and I I sent it back the next fucking day. Like that thing has sucked my day. You gotta look at it from. The fact that that was a launch title in Japan. You know, I wonder why they've only sold one million in Japan. <laughs> I think we should really just focus on the fact that there's actually two people on this podcast, and that's the most of the people that have ever played Oni Chimbara. No, there's more than that. I uh, know Rich from Gametopias did. Rachel did or was about was going to because she mm-hmm. she heard bikinis and zombies and she was all for it. Well, anything with zombies is, like, a big thing for me. Like, I love zombie shit, anything zombie. But that game was just, like, I could have taken a shit on a CD and put it in my Xbox, and it would have been better. No. Yeah. It's a fun game. The only reason Uh, I got rid of it, because I was like, this game's going to drop in price on Juzex, so I traded it out now to pick up later at cheaper. Because I'm such a cag that way. I'm always like, get the most value now, and then I'll pick it up later at a cheaper price. Um... No, but I like games like that sometimes. Like, Leisure Suit Larry. Because I go in there with the expectation of... I, I know what it's going to be. I, it's time to shut down. Like, I just saw Live Free or Die Hard earlier this week. And that you know was what? okay. It, you know what, though? I knew it was going to be over the top. I knew it was going to be ridiculous. But I just shut down, and I just watched it and enjoyed it. My roommate was like, I can't believe you're watching this shit. And I'm going, dude, take it for what it is, and it's a fun time. Mm-hmm. It was funny. It was it had good action. I mean, the airplane scene on the supposedly 695, because that looked nothing like the highway here in Maryland, mm-hmm. <laughs> was the only part where I was going, dude, this is fucking bullshit. Yeah, but then again, you didn't pay 40 bucks for it. No, I got it off Netflix. There you go. But at Oni Chambara, I paid $40, and I felt fine with it. But Man, if got I got it off Gamefly, off. I probably would... I probably would have thought it was even better than what I thought paying for it. Japanophile, what? I am, I won't lie. I love well, that's why you love that shit. That thing was like a Japan game. That thing it's was fan not... service. It's pure fan service. You have to... See, that's the thing. You have to know what you're getting into when you go into a game. Tits okay. and ass with a sword and zombie killing. Exactly, and the other one's in a schoolgirl outfit. Fucking awesome. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, but when it looks and plays like shit, I mean, there is a little bit wrong with it. I didn't think it looked that bad. I thought that thing was the worst Xbox 360 game I've ever seen. Could you no, play it on the Wii? Definitely <laughs> worse. The Wii's supposed they... to be actually better. Like yeah, I heard it was too. Graphically? No, I meant control-wise and gameplay-wise. <laughs> I had it, but I didn't have time to play it, so I said I'll pick it back up when it gets cheaper. So you traded it on Guzex? Yeah, I was traded Man, Guzek's whore. I have, yeah. I've got over 900 trades in and out. I've got. I still have like. Oh, let me oh, think wow. how much money I've got banked up on there. <laughs> Almost 1,500. 1,250. 
I think, though, that when it all boils down to it in the end, I mean, it's just going to take time. I mean, look at movies. I mean, think about some of the stuff that gets an R rating now that never would have gotten R rating, you know, in the 50s or or whenever. I mean, movies have been have been doing voices, you know, since the uh, since the early 30s. And since then, it, it's just gotten easier and easier to get, you know, a lower and lower rating. Well, TV is uh, the same way. Exactly. I know when Martin first came on, they said "bitch." I was like, "Holy shit!" They said "bitch" <laughs> on TV. Is that allowed? And like, it just kept getting progressively a little more foul here and there. There'll yeah, be a day sh- where you can say "shit" or "fuck" on regular TV, not cable. Shit TV. was on fucking Rescue Me last week, like four or five it's times. FX. FX after ten. Yeah, but that's, but... that's cable. I'm, what I'm talking about is network television. At some point, you're going to be able to say that on network TV. Uh, that's going to be a few years away. I mean, freaking, you can't even show a nipple with a fucking weird-ass piece of jewelry around it on, you know. Yeah, I know um, South Park said shit 160-some times on that one show. Yeah. yeah. That, was that, was so re- that was so retarded, though. It was great. And they say pussy on there. They say cock. I'm like, They had an episode about, like, outlawing queefing the other night. <laughs> oh, I missed it. Damn it. I have it recorded on my DVR. I gotta watch it. Oh my god! Watch it on their official website. Uh. Oh, damn it! Yeah, the last one was about Kanye West being a gay fish. Like, oh, I gotta watch that shit. That was a good one. That was a pretty funny one. Wait, that one's not true. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you watch the show, I don't know. I mean, you gotta watch it. <laughs> the only show I watch nowadays is Ghost Hunter. So. Ghost Hunters. Which one? The international or no? Like the, the regular one. I do watch it. international because it's the only thing on at that time because they don't show both. But you know what's a shitty ghost show? Is Paranormal State. Hold on, I'm gonna say something. Like, um, I watch Paranormal Paranormal State. I own both the first two seasons, but I don't take it. I take that one more as entertainment. Well, I mean, they don't have any like proof. Oh my God, I heard something. Oh my god, what is that I see that I did not catch with my camera? Yeah, I get tired like, of the mediums. Yeah, that does, like, chip coffee. You better get out of here. What did they say? Like, he's just, I don't know, he's like a gay douchebag. Like, I'm not I'm not against gay people, but he just, he's a horrible, like, psychic medium dude. Like, there was a lady they had on there once, and not the, uh, whatchamacallit, not, uh... Not the animated horror one? No, not her. They had another chick on there, on one of the shows, which was a little better. Yeah. But she didn't come in all dramatic and Oh my god, what have you awakened or something like that? Like oh god. some stupid shit like that. Like that's why I like Ghost Hunters. It's so scientific. And yeah, they and they have like actual what it is. It's yeah, they'll try to camera. they'll try to debunk it and but they've also caught like so much stuff on camera and on, you know, tape. Like yeah. it's just like crazy. You've seen all kinds of weird shadows and weird things like running across the floors and shit. It's just crazy. This past week was great. They caught a footstep. Like they were following that shit on the on the um IR. Oh really? I didn't see that one. Not the the thermal. They were on mm-hmm. the thermal and they were like following it and it looked like a footstep. That's cool. Yeah, it stopped at the threshold of a door and disappeared. Yeah, they've had some crazy shit on that show. Like, but Paranormal State is just like I don't know. They have nothing. Yeah, I consider it more entertainment. It's still not as bad as Most Haunted. That's the worst show I've ever seen ever. I've never seen that. It's on the Travel Channel. It's the worst show. Oh, oh, where they go through like uh, like ten. 
Oh, never mind then. I think I've seen five or six minutes of that, but... Uh, okay, uh, oh, go ahead, Mike, finish your thought. I was just saying, I... Most Haunted is the one where they're like, oh my god, I feel the presence of a young child. Oh, I feel this, and they're all like, oh my god, where, who, what? Like, oh my god, it just touched my leg. Time. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, Mike, I was going to ask you, have you seen, I, not only Flip By, I saw it on some channel where they, they geared up, like, these two kids with, like, stuff, and then send them into, like, some haunted house, and then they get raided on what they find and, like, the evidence they find? No, I haven't seen that. Oh, man. I think it was called Ghost Trackers or some crap. No, I haven't it's seen like a re- It was, like, set up like a reality TV show, and they got, like... Uh, grading, like you like. Oh, they gave you an eight point five on evidence. And you're like, I missed uh, the MTV show Fear. That was awesome. Yeah, dude, that was when they like strapped cameras to people and threw them in those a haunted place, actually, right? The Taps guys helped out on a couple of those locations, not setting things up, but telling them which ones were active. That's cool. Yeah, but yeah, that that was a show that was awesome. Things would happen, and they'd be like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> oh my god. I remember one Sorry, girl was stuck in a locked crap. in a cell. Me either. And they had like, she said her half of her face was cold, and she could hear whispering in like they an Asian to, language in her ear. They need more like fucking TV shows like that. They lock people in fucking haunted houses for a night and just like video record it, and people freaking out. That'd be awesome. I just agree. to hear like people like be scared out of their mind. Yeah. I, I personally, I've always wanted a ghost hunt. It's hard finding people who want to do it and finding a place where you can do it legally. Hey, I, li- I live in Plymouth, Matt. I live in the first town in, of America. There's like 100-year-old houses here. Fucking come on up. I live in almost a house that's almost 100 years old right now. Nice. Years old. And I definitely have heard something walk around my roommate's room when he leaves. My parents have a freaking... It's not an old house, but, man, they got some presents there, man. I remember when I was living there, uh, being woken up, like, a bunch of times during the course of, like, ten years, like, something grabbing me in the middle of the night. Whoa. And it happened to a bunch of my family, so it wasn't just me. Whispers and shit, like, two, three in the morning. I had that, but I lived in an old townhome where it actually told me my roommate was walking. It said, it goes, Dre's coming. Like, Dre's coming. And then mm. my roommate walked into the kitchen, and I was like, what the fuck was that shit? <laughs> um, yeah, it's weird, though. Like, my parents' house, like, it would be, I thought somebody was in the living room talking to me at, like, 2 in the morning. And, and I'd go, and I'd be like, hey, what'd you say? And I'd walk around the corner, and the lights are off in the living room, and nobody's in there. And I'm just like, oh, that's not good. Yeah, it never bothered me. I'm like, hey, as long as it's not physically attacking me or anything, I don't give a shit. The hell was that? I'm gonna that was kick me snoring. Ass. <laughs> <laughs> so, so how about them video games? Sorry. <laughs> hey, don't think we go off topic. You should hear some of the other podcasts I listen to. Holy shit! Oh, oh, Jesus. Jesus. oh no, I've, I've heard them. <laughs> like Nate over here. <laughs> Damn, calling him out on action. Yeah, it was okay. That was entertainment. In I don't even think I called right. him out when I was on their show. <laughs> that was entertainment in its finest. I'm oh, sorry, Dave. That was. I, I thought it was great. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> I think we're uh, we're due for another drunken episode. So, oh, I think we're gonna have one at E3 most likely. Yes. Yeah. Like, I actually want us all to go out and get trash and then come back and record an episode. 
It's gonna be awesome. Um, I would be. Yeah, you would not understand me at all. I'll probably be sleeping by then. Do you get the Asian flush? Yes. Oh God, that would be great. <laughs> <laughs> we need to do video at that point. Yeah, you do. Take no, some pictures. Taking, oh fuck, man! You would be taking pictures, and like my face would be like beat red. Oh yeah, it's gonna be some good times right there. Oh, that's awesome. And then Craig over there is gonna die laughing because he sees my face is like all like beat red. Oh, I'll have to get some sun that day so my face is beat red too. I'm a gamer. I don't get sun. Fuck that shit. <laughs> What's oh. that? <laughs> it's like, hey, it's 70 degrees outside. Oh, I'm gonna go play a game. Wait. We're gonna be inside half the time, anyways. Oh, I was I was just making a joke because uh, like I just uh, don't do well, you know, in the sun. I just go from white to red. It's fantastic. I don't have that yeah, problem. I go from yeah, I white. Can, I go so. from um, I don't know, brown to brown, a yellow piss color to no. I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> <laughs> nah, I go from lightly tan to darker, especially if I'm out all summer. Like when I was in Texas. I truly look like a Puerto Rican then. <laughs> like the Puerto Rican in me comes out. <laughs> that's what she said. That's what yeah, I, was, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm like, I thought that didn't happen until a drink and a dinner. <laughs> that's when I start stabbing people. <laughs> and raping people. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> I'll, I'll take your car stereo, watch it. <laughs> oh. Oh. That's okay. Okay, so on so that we... note, I gotta say hi to Mari <laughs> and Boricua Storm and Black Twenty One and Los Case. That are all my Puerto Rican peeps out there on Pwn. Since they uh they always join our game nights, so gotta say what's up to them. Mari Mari always says she's gonna stab me, so I actually I'm kinda worried. <laughs> Pissed off Puerto Rican girl, man. Scary shit. <laughs> you should know about that one. I know, and Boricua's about to move down there with her. Watch out, buddy. That's all I gotta say. Don't piss her off. You're gonna be <laughs> sleeping. She's gonna stab you while you're rolling, laying on your stomach. <laughs> they listen uh, to it, so I gotta make those jokes. Fantastic. Fantastic. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I guess um, we're all in agreement. It's gonna take some time. It's, gonna, it's gonna take a lot of time. I. I don't. I don't know. It's it's going to be really interesting if if somehow it it does happen. It's going to take a long time for people to finally recognize it. I give it another. I think with the new media coming up, the younger generation, you're going to see a good ten years, probably in a little over a decade. I think it's honestly going to take longer, maybe a couple yeah. of generations. And I mean, it depends on where the consoles go. You know, if they go 3D, like more mainstream. Got a lot of us hitting 40s in, ten, in a decade or more. So I think it's just going to change the demographics. Mm. Well, yeah, but not even that. I mean, like, what are consoles going to be in 20, 30 years? Like, like you remember seeing commercials, you know, during the PS2 days with that fucking ball that went up that people's bullshit. nose. Yeah, but what if, like, in... 50 years, you know, video games are a drug that you take and it, like, goes into your body and you yeah, can get addicted to it. they also thought we'd have it. flying cars by now, so I, I take all that stuff. Hey, with, like, what technically, it is. It's just... technically we do have flying cars, we just, you know... They're called airplanes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about shit like Back to the Future. All that shit is just people speculation. All those old sci-fi books 
We've got none of that shit that's going on. There's no space stations by this time where we're all living on the fucking moon and shit. Like, yeah, well, if the Republicans wouldn't let us, you know, not use oil, I mean, we'd be okay. Oh, Republicans <laughs> no. okay. oil. All right, they'll get me started. Okay, well, okay. let's. <laughs> we can get into this shit. <laughs> to your corners, to your red and blue corners. That's enough. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go back to the locker room. Because uh, I'll stick with my watch. capitalism while you go with your socialism. Yeah, 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 whatever. I, I think a big part of it, too, is the amount of politicians that need to change their mind as well. And that's not going to happen in 10 years. That, hey, because... Don't go back on topic. Oh, man. <laughs> I know. I hate that. Well, but even if, even at 40, that's still not going to be a large percentage of, you what? know, the Congress, you know. Saying. It's going to start it. It's... Because you think about it, the average age of a gamer is pretty much us. Yeah. Around 28 to 30 now. So, and with the Wii, you have a lot of older people now getting into games, playing games. They're giving their games, more of their games to their kids to play with with families. So the family's getting involved. Um, I can't tell you how many people at work that are in their 40, between 40 and 50 at my job that have not just a Wii, but either own a PS3 or a 360, and they online game with it. Hmm. It just, the demographic is changing. It's just a new medium. Like, I was listening to one of the other podcasts, and they were talking about how, yeah, I think it was Robert Ashley was talking about how, yeah, you have time to watch a movie or listen to music, but there's still a lot of other fucking time when you're bored as shit. (laughs) And a game (laughs) just fills that void. And a lot of people are realizing that. It's because you're getting interaction now. A lot of people are realizing, hey, I can actually interact with this stuff. It's starting to look a little more realistic without being fully realistic. They're like, hey, I can enjoy this and get sucked in. And I see a lot of people picking up games like um, Ghost Recon or Call of Duty 4. And these are the older people at work. They play Star Wars, The Force Unleashed. I was shocked by some of the games they enjoy playing. They enjoy playing Grand Theft Auto or Fable. I'm going, really? You guys like this shit? (laughs) (laughs) But no, I mean, there's a whole group of people at work, like probably about 10 or or 12 people that I was playing with for a while on Ghost Recon Advanced Warfighter 2. And they're all at least 15 to 20 years older than me. Wow. No, do you, you'd be surprised, like, especially in MMOs, the the age range uh, on some of these people. I mean, and we're talking about knowledgeable people also. It, it's really ridiculous. I'm, you know, I'd be in, like, a, in a corporation in EVE Online or in a guild in World of Warcraft, and just the amount of people, like, just the age difference. I mean, the, I think the oldest member that I've, ever came across was like 55 years old was playing EVE online I mean MMOs have helped too because it's not just the Wii breaking into other demographics the MMOs have as well I think to be honest with you that's a whole other topic right there oh yeah it is (laughs) should we stop now and just wait for that until next time or I think we probably should wrap it up. Um, yep. We we'll figure out a topic for next week uh, since we've kind of run out. 
I actually had a thought earlier, but I forgot what it was. Good job. With age. Yeah. <laughs> well, with no, that's, that's, that's the Republican in him. Oh, oh, we start oh seriously! Hey, oh, snap. I'm not. We're not the drug addicts. Oh, <laughs> we're <laughs> not the ones about to celebrate 420 with a bunch of other potheads. Hey, I'm not celebrating 420, my friend. I have to work that day, oh, just God. like you. I work every day. Yeah, whatever. I work today. I work tomorrow on Easter, and then I go back in at midnight <laughs> to work all mids all week. I'm a hard worker, because I'm trying to get that overtime from our house. <laughs> you love Bush, don't you? And not the president. <laughs> Chester, you hear me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Mike, puff, he's either going to kiss you or slap you. You puff, you listening? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I love the bush. <laughs> uh, please send all sexual harassment lawsuits to G Nitro. <laughs> what can I say? Oh. Oh. You've already said enough. I haven't yeah. said enough yet. <laughs> I could keep going, but I'm being nice. Oh god. Okay, Nate, uh-huh. pimp your pimp, pimp your podcast. Um you know what? I uh, it's probably already been pimped enough, so I I think I'll just uh, leave it as is, guys. Do you have a Twitter or anything anybody can follow you? Uh, no, no, I'm I don't use the Twitters. I uh, I kind of boycotting it. Uh, yeah. So, but I, I would I like don't to think say you should, honestly, I shouldn't boycott it. Not with the way the video game industry is going with Twitter. All right, well maybe I'll join, but I I'd like it's to one say of my good luck. Suggestions to people trying to run stuff in the video game industry: you get a lot of followers. Even a hundred followers is a good. Yeah, one. that's good. Well, good luck getting laid tonight, Church. <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> Cha-ching. Yeah. Nice. Oh. Now, but what's your uh, what's your profile on Pwn? Uh, my profile on Pwned, I think it's just, uh, my gamer tag, which is NateDog123, I'm pretty sure. I'll have to double-check that. <laughs> Search and for I... NateDog and you'll see the avatar with the average joke gamer on it. Yeah. I gotta get you guys, actually, on my Xbox Live account. Because I know you guys yeah. got Left for Dead and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, um, so anything else you want to say before we head out? Um... Thanks for having me on, guys. Appreciate it. Yeah, Had a good time. time. Yeah, definitely. Every single have to one have of you guys, guys on. over there have been good. Yeah, I'm definitely going to have to have uh, Quiglin and Church on our show, definitely. Absolutely. Anytime. All right, cool. Yeah, Quig, yeah. Quig does need to be featured at some point on somebody's show. Oh, God. <laughs> now, you're making it think, now you're making me sound desperate. And, you know. <laughs> Wait, you I are? Don't, I don't need to make you sound desperate. Oh. Wow. Uh, just so you know, I looked it up, and it's Nate Dog N A T E D O double G, one two three. Are you gonna start singing with Snoop in them? Oh yeah, yeah. You, you know, I'll be the guy standing in the back, jumping and waving a towel. No, I meant I meant Nate because he called himself Nate oh. Dog. Oh god, I don't think you want to hear me singing. No, no, you just be hanging out with uh, Kanye West, so and oh, killing yeah, your right. wife, right? That's not until next week. On the podcast. <laughs> did, you guys, did you guys hear about that, though? What? Supposedly Snoop Dogg's wife was dead in his basement per the California State Highway Patrol or something. Really? 
<laughs> yeah, it was it was listed on their website as deceased. Let me go look at Drudge Report. <laughs> Man, I wish they'd just blow up that hijack boat. I'm gonna say it now. <laughs> just tell it's them we mean business and just destroy all those motherfuckers. Yeah, but it's a it's like a dinghy. Yeah, but just blow them all up. They're sending more See, boats out there. Blow them all up. Fuck it. Just show those Somalian pirates that we're just gonna say. So you're gonna kill our our man? You're gonna kill guy? the hostage? Yeah. He almost got away the other night too. You wanted to make jokes about me being a Republican. I'm a compassionate conservative. Yeah, whatever, you damn Republican. <laughs> Go burn some oil. Oil. I will. I got heating oil downstairs. It's my heat for my house. Bastards. <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Oh, did we lose somebody? No, she don't know. If we're lucky, it was church. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> See, at least I'm not the only one who gets who gets you know. I got. I'm here all night. Try the veal. <laughs> wow. Well, let's stop while we're behind. Oh, you were ahead. He's heard that before. <laughs> <laughs> I can keep going. Let's okay. Let's wrap it up at that point. Anyway, I won't, you can... hit, I won't hit hang up this time. I promise. Oh sure. Okay, you can find me at uh, pwn.com and twitter.com as Quiglin. You can find me at pwn.com and twitter.com at slash church4252. You can find me at both as G Nitro along with the Gametopia podcast, usually weekly. Usually. Yeah. <laughs> if my schedule allows. Um, but we thank y'all. We thank Nate for coming on from Average Joe Gamer. Yes. Don't forget to check them out, averagejoegamer.net, and check out their podcast on iTunes of the same name. And check out episode, I believe it's seven. Seven. Is that the drunk episode? Oh, yeah, it was. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Yeah, yeah check, check out, out, check check out my out. drunken rant and me talking about how I'm, I think I, I was talking about how I'm, I'm possibly Jewish and Indian or something. I don't freaking remember. <laughs> Those are the best nights. So <laughs> <laughs> you wake up with that uh, crack whore. <laughs> <laughs> now you're calling me a drug addict, bastard, Republican. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna sneak on your show somehow and just start calling you liberal douche. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> no, you're gonna sneak onto the show so Eric can get back at you. No, no, no. I don't know if you listened to that last week, Nate. No, I gotta go. Uh, I called him. Trip. I called him. I called him old a lot. Oh, yeah. oh, did you? Yeah, a lot. Oh. A lot. <laughs> I'm sure he was pretty mad, huh? He's waiting for me in some fashion to get me back. Okay, well then I'll have to help him in his, in, in his pursuit. <laughs> I'll continue, I'll continue the attacks if you bring me back on, I'll tell you that. No, no I'm just, I, I'm not a big into, uh, like, to politics, I'm just joking around. When I... I joke too, I'm big into it, but I don't, I don't think anybody is bad because they're they believe in one side or the other yeah only republicans are bad mm-hmm. no, i'm just kidding commies hey nothing wrong <laughs> so, um so this has been episode 25 y'all we are a quarter of the way to a century mark Ooh. So, we will see y'all next week we are out peace later, later.
Bye. ピンキリモート、坂部ミサオ、ダンシンシンキリ、三秒ルール、三秒ルール、カルアル、ありえねえ、バケ、私のそのぐらいそのぐらい、私の。